There is another goalie who is pending unrestricted free agency that the New Jersey Devils can try and pursue. And also, we're going to talk about a hypothetical scenario, as I like to call it, silly season. And this is the epitome of silly season because this trade scenario is so ridiculous that I have to talk about it. So we have a lot to talk about in today's show. Buckle up. You're Locked On Devils, your daily podcast on the New Jersey Devils. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hi, this is Bryce Salvador, and you're Locked On Devils with Trey Matthews. Alrighty now, what is up, New Jersey? Welcome back to the Locked On Devils podcast here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, college hockey play-by-play announcer and also Devils writer for Pucks and Pitchforks, Trey Matthews. So in the previous episode, we talked about potential goalies that the New Jersey Devils can sign this offseason. We talked about restricted free agent Vitek Vanacek. We talked about a couple unrestricted free agents like Darcy Kemper and also Brain Holpe. I also brought up the fact that maybe the New Jersey Devils should try to sign someone like Marc-Andre Fleury to a one-year deal. Unfortunately, I don't think that's going to happen due to the loyalty that Marc-Andre Fleury might have with the Pittsburgh Penguins, but still anything is possible, and the man has already won three Stanley Cup championships, so I don't think uh, his main priority is just trying to win. I think his main priority is just trying to go to a place where he feels wanted and accepted, and then as for someone like Darcy Kemper, he's definitely going to be going to where the money is asking him because uh, he, he was able to have a very productive year, but you also need to take into consideration that the Colorado Avalanche were one of the best offensive teams throughout the course of the season. And then for someone like Vitek Vanacek, even though he's a restricted free agent, maybe the New Jersey Devils could try to uh, pursue him in a trade. But ultimately, my main concern for Vanacek is just like his experience, his playoff track history. It's not really good. And also uh, the fact that is that really the stability that Mackenzie Blackwood needs uh, behind him in net. And then when looking at someone like Brayden Holpe, it seems like his production is going down. And I don't feel as though that's the direction the New Jersey Devils want to go down once again, because we've already experienced it with Corey Crawford, who who retired abruptly before the start of the season. And then Jonathan Bernier, who had to get hip surgery. So nonetheless, the New Jersey Devils do have some options in net to try to go and pursue. But at the same time, they got to be very cautious and they have to look at all possible outcomes. Now, here's one player that I have not discussed the last couple of days, even though I've brought him up on this show before. And that is Jack Campbell and his situation with the Toronto Maple Leafs, because Jack Campbell is also set to become an unrestricted free agent. And maybe that's another player that the New Jersey Devils can sign. Now, before we talk about Jack Campbell, I'm sure a lot of you are going to be wondering, like, wouldn't he try to return to the Toronto Maple Leafs? And here's the thing. Jack Campbell, and according to his agent, he loves Toronto. Like, he loves the fans. He loves the atmosphere. But the fact of the matter is that Toronto is not really in a good financial situation right now. So it's one of the reasons why I kind of had pity towards them when they lost to the Tampa Bay Lightning in the first round of the playoffs. Because the thing for the uh, Toronto Maple Leafs is that they cannot continue to just keep getting knocked out the first round. So a lot of you might not be aware of this, but, you know, I'm sure a lot of people who uh, follow sports behind the scenes or, you know, is really big into the front office type of role, you'll probably be aware that when you're trying to build a team, especially a championship contending team or a team that's just trying to make a deep playoff run, 
it's a, it's an investment because you only have a small amount of room to do so. As in, you don't have forever. You only have like uh, one, two, three, whatever the case might be. You don't have many years to just try to bank on it. So when you try to trade away some prospects for top-notch players to just try to be uh, addition pieces to your overall organization, it doesn't really um, you know pay out in the long run. But at the same time, you do get the championship. And you're satisfied with that. So that's why I told the New Jersey Devils to be somewhat cautious when they're uh, handling prospects, draft picks, whatever the case might be. Because, yes, we do want to win. But at the same time, we don't need to go all in right now because we're in a situation where we can sort of go all in. But at the same time, we don't have to, like, be fully invested in it. So I was just like, if we're going to trade away the second overall pick, be cautious with it. If we're going to trade away a prospect, make sure it's not someone named Alexander Holtz or Luke Hughes, because I can really bank on those players for being long-term solutions for New Jersey Devils sometime down the road. So ultimately, you know, just be somewhat careful this offseason for New Jersey Devils. And uh, like I said, for Toronto Maple Leafs, I have pity for them because it's just like the, their championship window, I think it's closed by now because unfortunately, like I said, they're not in a position to uh, offer max amount of dollars because they have so many good players on the roster. you got to pay those players. And Jack Campbell, I, I think he's a scapegoat this time around. So I found an article courtesy of one of my colleagues at Pucks and Pitchforks in regards to Jack Campbell and his uh, situation with the Toronto Maple Leafs and maybe the New Jersey Devils should uh, try to pursue him. So this is courtesy of Nick. He said, the Devils obviously desperately need a goalie next season. It doesn't seem like the team is too confident in Jonathan Bernier starting the season after a midseason hip surgery. So if you guys recall, Jonathan Bernier is also a little on the fence when it comes to his future in the NHL. He said he wasn't entirely sure if he was going to return or not. Also, Lindy Ruff said he was concerned about the long-term health for Jonathan Bernier. So that's never a good sign if your head coach doesn't even have faith that you might return to the roster. So ultimately, the New Jersey Devils, uh, like I said, when Jonathan Bernier went down initially with an injury, I said, think worst-case scenario. That's why you try to go after Anton Hudobin when he was available for a pickup from the Dallas Stars organization. Ultimately, the New Jersey Devils just thought that maybe Jonathan Bernier would be out for a few weeks, but then that turned into the entire season. And I said, think worst case scenario. I know it's not positive thinking, but in this case, we're just trying to save face and we saw how the season went. So anyway, Mackenzie Blackwood did not exactly breed confidence in his game at the end of the season. Uh, the Devils need a goalie. It's never been more clear. Yes, we've been talking about the last couple of days. We've been talking about like top-notch goalies that the New Jersey Devils could try to pursue. I think uh, the best case scenario for them, if we're talking about like Jack Campbell, Marc-Andre Fleury, Darcy Kemper, Brayden Holpe, and Vitek Vanacek, I would say maybe Brayden Holpe or Vitek Vanacek would be uh, the the more realistic choices because I don't think Darcy Kemper would sign with the New Jersey Devils. I don't think Marc-Andre Fleury would sign with the Devils. So if I'm Tom Fitzgerald I'm, and I'm looking for a top-notch goalie, someone with veteran experience or someone who uh, has been performing the last couple of years because Vanacek doesn't have the experience, I think I'm narrowing it down to Vanacek, Holpe, and maybe just throw in like a wild card, someone who's a long shot, but it could potentially happen. So anyway, back to Jack Campbell. Jack Campbell is an unrestricted free agent. He was really good at times this season, but he had enough stretches during the year that he won't command an insane contract. The only goalie on the market better is Darcy Kemper. We've already talked about uh, the Darcy Kemper's situation. And the, and the article also says that the Devils have the right amount of money available to make that happen. The general consensus is that the Maple Leafs will do everything they can to keep Campbell, 
but the article also talked about the financial situation that the Toronto Maple Leafs are in, so that might make things a little harder. The Devils would be in good shape with Campbell and Blackwood in net. They would need an injury insurance policy as they had uh, with Scott Wedgwood last season. Some good that did, but still. So my thing with Jack Campbell is that I think he is the perfect hybrid of someone who has experience but still uh, has room to grow because he's only 30 years of age and also someone who is just like young enough to just be a long-term solution for New Jersey Devils. Because one of the issues that I talked about, you know, with goalies on this show is that uh, we're not going to get someone who's like Marty Brodeur. We're not going to get someone who's going to spend like 15 plus years with the same organization. You don't really see that anymore. You don't even see that with someone like Marc-Andre Fleury because Marc-Andre Fleury is what? He's played with the Vegas Golden Knights. He's played with the Chicago Blackhawks. He's played with the Minnesota Wild. And most likely he's going to be playing with a different team. So like what? That's like four teams in the last few years for Marc-Andre Fleury. Whereas someone like Marty Brodeur, he only played for one season with the St. Louis Blues in his final year in the NHL. So ultimately what I'm saying is like you don't really get like the, the same amount of years pass with uh, with the same goalie in net. So my overall thing for Jack Campbell is that I think he's young enough, 30 years of age. Maybe we could sign him to like a three or four year contract and he can also be a starter. He uh, if he doesn't do well, then maybe he could be a suitable backup for Mackenzie Blackwood. But ultimately, my overall thing for New Jersey Devils is like, are we looking for a starter? Are we looking for a backup? And my opinion is. I'm neutral about this. I don't care if it's a backup. I don't care if it's a starter. We just need someone who is capable in that to help out Mackenzie Blackwood. And that's been my main issue. So Jack Campbell this season for the Toronto Maple Leafs, he appeared in 49 games. He started in 47 of them. He had a win-loss record of 31-9, and and he had a goals against average of 2.64 and a save percentage of 914. So, you know, that's a very good uh uh, regular season because that's someone we need. However, when we're looking at the postseason, he appeared in seven games. He had a uh, win-loss record of three and four, a goals against average of 3.15, and a save percentage of 897. So that does raise a little bit of a concern in my eyes. But, you know, look at last year. He appeared in seven games once again for Toronto Maple Leafs in the playoffs, had a win-loss record of three and four once again. He had a save percentage of 934 and a goals against average of 1.81. So ultimately, you know, he didn't have the best of postseason outings, but at the same time, I think I could say for everyone, which is I don't think it's just a goalie issue for the Toronto Maple Leafs. They just didn't know how to execute come playoff time. So would I want Jack Campbell on the roster? The answer is absolutely. I would love to have him play for the New Jersey Devils. I think, like I said, I think he's the perfect hybrid for someone who is young enough, who can be a long-term solution for the New Jersey Devils. But at the same time, he has that veteran experience and leadership that can be a guidance towards someone like Mackenzie Blackwood. Because the thing about uh, um, Jack Campbell is that he's been in the league since 2013-2014. Uh, However, he started to consistently play uh, during his third year with the L.A. Kings during the 2018-2019 season. So ultimately, you know, while he's been in the league just maybe like a year or two longer than Mackenzie Blackwood, he, he has still seen more things than Mackenzie Blackwood. And I feel as though he could definitely provide veteran leadership New Jersey Devils need in that. So the last couple episodes, the three criteria that I've been cracking down on in terms of just looking for that goalie is someone who brings stability, someone who could be a mentor, and also someone that the New Jersey Devils are willing to take a risk on. Those are the three criteria I'm looking for, whether that's a starting uh, goalie or a backup goalie. I don't really care just as long as they meet those three criteria. They're just trying to help Mackenzie Blackwood. And I feel like Jack Campbell definitely provides those. So 
Would I want Jack Campbell on the team? The final consensus on my end is yes, and I feel as though that's a risk the New Jersey Devils can take on, possibly become an unrestricted free agent. So I feel as though uh, New Jersey should definitely, you know, take uh, the risk to try to bring him here. But there's definitely a few other goalies that the New Jersey Devils can look at. So once again, Vanacek, Marc-Andre Fleury, Darcy Kemper, and then uh, Brayden Holpe, and now finally Jack Campbell. We've talked about five goalies these last couple episodes, and I feel as though, you know, when you have that many uh, goalies going into uh, free agency, I feel as though the New Jersey Devils should really just crack down on one of those players. I feel like I'm confident. I feel as though they can definitely try to pursue one of them because all they need to do is just make the pitch saying that we are one goalie away from taking our team to the next level but let's just be honest we're probably not going to make the playoffs but at the same time you know you could be a part of something special and you are one of those missing puzzle pieces that we need in order to make a deep playoff run in maybe a couple years so that's my overall consensus when it comes to jack campbell now we're going to talk some silly season momentarily and this next topic is the epitome of silly season now before any of you uh, roast me in the comments section on the video if you're watching on YouTube. Just know I get all of my silly season rumors, discussions, whatever the case might be, from the internet. So I did not create this silly season uh, scenario. This is just something I found on the internet and just something I just felt as though it was comical enough to talk about. So we'll talk about that momentarily. But first, it's time for the first live read this morning. And it comes from our partners at AG Green. I literally use this uh, product every day. I started taking Athletic Greens because I wanted to be happier. I wanted to be healthier. And I feel as though with someone who has a messed up sleep cycle like me, it has definitely helped me this, these past couple weeks. So what is this stuff? Well, with one delicious scoop of AG1, you're absorbing 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source superfoods, probiotics, and aptogens to help start your day right. The special blend of ingredients supports your gut health, your nervous system, your immune system, your energy, recovery, focus, and aging, all of those things. Here's the thing that Athletic Greens is trying to do. They're going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. Once again, if you want a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase, all you have to do is visit athleticgreens.com slash NHL network. And now, the second library comes from our friends at Bet Online. So our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. Find all the latest not odds, news, and sports uh, developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, MLB scores, uh, the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs, and even next season's NFL futures. BetOnline is your continued source for all your sport wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. Head to the website today or use mobile device to learn more about the trends in action. BetOnline, where the game starts. Okay, let's talk some more silly season. And this comes from one of my colleagues at Pucks and Pitchforks, and he asks, is Cole Caulfield worth the second overall pick? Now, you, you guys probably already know my answer. So uh, according to a tweet that he incorporated into the article, he said, uh, I had a scout tell me that the Habs are very high on Slavkowski. You can't pass up on right. New Jersey Devils have been open about moving their second overall pick, but really can't see how the Canadians make this kind of deal work. So in, in regards to Cole Caulfield, would I want him to come to the New Jersey Devils in a trade for the second overall pick? The answer is a hell no. No, no, no. A couple weeks ago, I did an episode on what not to do with the second overall pick. Here's something you do not do with the second overall pick. Do 
trade it for Cole Caulfield. I'm open for trading it, but not for him. This does not help. We Look, I would take Slavkovsky. I'll take Cooley. I'll take Wright if they pass up on him in some sort of alternate universe. But no, you do not trade uh, the second overall pick for Cole Caulfield. So Cole Caulfield this year appeared in 67 games, had 23 goals, 20 assists for a grand total of 43 points with a plus minus of negative 24. That does not help us. We don't need Cole Caulfield. That does not help us in the slightest. How does he slide into the New Jersey Devils? Like, you know, with those kind of numbers, he's just a middle-of-the-pack player on New Jersey. The one thing I've been saying the last couple of weeks is that the New Jersey Devils need more forward depth. That is not what I'm talking about because we literally could get that same production. We got that same kind of production from Dawson Mercer and also Yegor Sharangovich. And maybe we could get it from Pavel Zaka on a good year. But no, no, not Cole Caulfield. The second overall pick for Cole Caulfield? No. Last year, Caulfield appeared in 10 games. He had four goals, one assist for a grand total of five points. He kind of made headlines a little bit because he was able to have somewhat of a productive playoff run because last year in the playoffs for the Montreal Canadiens in which they went to the Stanley Cup Finals, he appeared in 20 games. He had four goals, eight assists for a grand total of 12 points with a plus minus of negative five. So ultimately, um, would I be looking at Cole Caulfield? No, absolutely, 100% no. That, that, that really doesn't help. So let's look at the article just a little bit more. So since the New Jersey Devils got the second overall pick in the 2022 NHL draft, fans of other teams have been uh, pinning to get the pick. It didn't help when the general manager said he was considering the move. The Montreal Canadiens have been a popular choice as a team that wants to trade for the second overall pick. The Canadiens have already first the clinched the first overall pick. The reports say they are really intrigued by Slavkovsky. And, you know, the, the thing about uh, that tweet, it, it talks about how the Montreal Canadiens do want Slavkovsky. Unfortunately, you know, when, when you have the first overall pick, you kind of have to, you know, pick the, consens- the consensus of who the first overall pick is going to be, which is Shane Wright in this case. So you don't pass up on Shane Wright. But I get that they want Slavkovsky. But at the same time, I, I just don't see that kind of move happening. And it wouldn't make sense for New Jersey Devils to give the Montreal Canadiens the second overall pick because... The thing is, like, you know, you have the first overall pick and then you're going to give them the second overall pick. Like, I don't think that really makes much sense from a business standpoint, because why would you help out the Montreal Canadiens in that sort of regard? So according to reports, I think the Montreal Canadiens have considered Cole Caulfield to be untouchable. But at the same time, it's just like um, the the former first round pick was Jack Hughes's line mate when they were both with U.S. uh, National Development Program. Together, they combined to score 94 goals in their first year with the program. They have natural chemistry as Caulfield is a natural scorer and Hughes is a natural distributor. Now, here's the thing. I will give credit when credit is due. Jack Hughes could definitely make Cole Caulfield better. No ands, ifs, or buts about it. I believe that wholeheartedly. But at the same time, it's just way too much of a risk. So, you know, I said I didn't want Alex DeBrincat. I would be drunk. I would be out of my mind if I said I would take Cole Caulfield over Alex DeBrincat just due to, like, past chemistry history. No, that doesn't work. That's not how this works. And Jack Hughes has made Dawson Mercer better. He's made Yegor Sharangovich better. Last season, he made Yanni Kwokinen seem better than he uh, once was. So my thing is just like Jack Hughes makes a lot of people better around him. Doesn't mean you have to trade the second overall pick for one of his former Team USA uh, line mates. 
it really doesn't make any sense in that regards. I get this is a hypothetical scenario. I get I am the epitome. I am the king when it comes to uh, silly season trade rumors and discussions, whatever the case might be. But trading away the second overall pick for Cole Caulfield would be absolutely 100% nuts. If that happens, I am going to lose my damn mind if the New Jersey Devils were to do that. That is not what you do with the second overall pick. I don't care their history. I don't care if they combine for 200 points in Team USA. It doesn't translate over into the NHL. This is a different beast. This is a different animal. You're, you're facing much tougher competition. Much respect to Team USA and their development program, and much respect to Cole Caulfield and uh, Jack Hughes' dynamic duo partnership on, on their line. But I just don't want the sake of nostalgia to, to play a factor into just trying to obtain the second overall pick. What sense does that make? What are we doing here? What, are we seriously discussing whether or not we want Cole Caulfield? Because I remember like a few months ago, there was a discussion uh, before the trade deadline saying that maybe the New Jersey Devils will trade away Nico Heischer for, for um, Cole Caulfield. And I'm just like, no, 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 no. What, what are we doing here? Like, why are we entertaining this? Look, I get it. I'm the king of silly season. I'm the king of just, you know, putting out, you know, outlandish trade offers. I'm out there and just trying to pursue everyone, everyone that I see. But at the same time, Cole Caulfield, no, that 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 doesn't work. Because the thing with Cole Caulfield is like, yes, he's young and I guess he would fit in decently with the New Jersey Devils. He's five foot seven and he is twenty-one years of age. So yes, he would fit in perfectly with the New Jersey Devils because we're one of the younger teams. But the thing with Cole Caulfield is that he's 21 years of age. He's only played uh, like a season and a half in the NHL, if that. So it's like, why are we trading away the second overall pick for someone who's not even fully developed yet? So it's just like, I would be way more happy if we got Alex Dabrinka. I would be way more happy if we got Kevin Fiala. I would be way more happy if we got Matthew Kachuk. I would be way more happy with whoever we decide to, um, you know, if we do end up trading the second overall pick, I would be way more happy if we got one of those players over Cole Caulfield. Quite honestly, because at least I could tolerate some of those players I just listed. But for Cole Caulfield, it's just like he's 21 years of age. How does this help us? That doesn't take our team to the next level. If anything, that puts us a couple steps behind. So I'm sorry if I offend any Montreal Canadiens fans. I'm sorry if I offend anyone in, in this sort of regard, say that I would not want Cole Caulfield on the roster. But the answer is no. Not worth it. If, if I'm going to make a trade with the Montreal Canadiens, quite honestly, and I, I might be a little insane for this, I might be a little hypocritical, but maybe I would uh, question about Carey Price. Because Carey Price, you know, yes, he's old. Yes, uh, he's on the other side of his better days. But at the same time, he was able to will the Montreal Canadiens to a Stanley Cup Finals just uh, uh, last year. And it was a team that had no business of being in the Stanley Cup Finals, if we're being honest with one another. Okay, so if I did have to question the Montreal Canadiens, I think the only player that I'm looking for is Carey Price and maybe a few other players that come in mind. Because the, the, the fact of the matter is the New Jersey Devils, we need goalie, we need veteran leadership, we need veteran experience, and maybe Carey Price could be that person. Would I trade the second overall pick for his services? Absolutely, 100% no. That's not how we do it. We got to be cautious. We got to be careful. I said it a couple episodes ago, treat it like a loaded gun. You don't want to, like, fall into that bear trap of just, you know, uh, 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 making these stupid moves. Like, I, I feel as though if we got uh, Cole Caulfield, that's for the sake of nostalgia. I felt as though if we traded for 
Quinn Hughes and we gave up a lot to, to get his services. What are we doing? Are we just trying to make headlines and just, you know, uh, be like the next Molina brothers or, or, or something like that? Are we just trying to be like the Morris brothers out in the NBA, wherever the case might be? Or uh, I, I don't know. Are we trying to get like brothers to play with uh, each other and just, you know, make headlines on ESPN? I feel like that that's just a move to make headlines. And that's just something, as I like to call a Hollywood move, not a organizational need, because we don't need Quinn Hughes. I would love to have him on the roster, but if we have to give up too much to get his services, then we're just making a Hollywood move. We're just trying to make headlines. We're not um, actually trying to make our team better. So I, I apologize for my little uh, rants, but I just had to say it. No, I would not trade for Cole Caulfield. And hell no, I would not give up the second overall pick. That's not how we uh, approach things. And that's just a terrible move if the New Jersey Devils were to hypothetically go through with that. I would be pissed off if, if that were to happen. Whew. So you guys heard my response. So I'm curious to hear you guys' response. And, you know, don't, don't be afraid to hold back. Would you trade the second overall pick for Cole Caulfield? Do you want to see Jack Campbell join the New Jersey Devils? Let me know what you guys think. And I'll see you guys in the next episode. Continue to stay safe. Have a wonderful day, New Jersey. Go Devils. And once again, I'll catch you guys in the next episode. Thanks for listening. Once again, no Cole Caulfield for the second overall pick, please.